Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, I'm Sabrina Steerwald, and I'm Everyday Einstein, bringing you quick and dirty tips to help you make sense of science. Change is hard. You want to run a marathon, get a promotion, win the Nobel Prize, whatever it is, it's a lot to take on. But there's a new podcast from Macmillan that can help. It's called Better at Everything. Season one is hosted by Peter Ludwig and Adela Scheicher, authors of The End of Procrastination. Using research from over a 100 scientific studies, they'll teach you why defeating procrastination will help you develop a sense of purpose and live a happier life. Listen to Better at Everything wherever you get your podcasts. That's Better at Everything. So I recently found myself explaining to my five-year-old and a group of her friends how the stars in the sky are actually massive balls of mostly hydrogen and helium gas powered by nuclear fusion. I'm such a fun mom. Kids love me. Some of them zoned out when I started talking about pressure equilibrium, but one girl asked me, if stars are balls, then why do they have points? The star symbol is ubiquitous. It's used by many cultures and in a variety of contexts. And most often, the stars in these symbols have points. Five-pointed stars were drawn on Egyptian jars dating back to 3100 BCE and on tablets and vases in Mesopotamia around the same time. They were often seen in letters between the followers of Pythagoras, otherwise known as Pythagoreans, as a symbol of their group. Six- and seven-pointed stars have also been used throughout history as symbols of religion, like the Star of David, or symbols of patriotism, like the Seal of the Cherokee Nation or the Great Seal of the United States. Nowadays, stars can be a symbol of fame, as in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, experience, five-star generals, or quality, five-star hotels. They top our Christmas trees and appear on flags or in company logos. But why do we draw stars as pointy objects so consistently if they are really round, symmetric orbs in the sky? Let's answer that after a quick word from our sponsor. This episode is supported by the brand new podcast, Better at Everything. It's a show that will give you the tools to defeat procrastination and achieve more in your life. If you spend a lot of time procrastinating, it can leave you feeling unfulfilled, unmotivated, and even down on yourself. But with better self-discipline and self-motivation techniques, you can defeat procrastination and live a happier and more purposeful life. It all starts with understanding how your brain is wired. Better at Everything is hosted by time management experts Peter Ludwig and Adela Scheicher, authors of The End of Procrastination. And the research presented in the podcast is based on evidence from more than a 100 scientific studies. Stop procrastinating and start making a difference. Listen to Better at Everything wherever you get your podcasts. That's Better at Everything. And now back to stars. Since a star is a massive ball of gas, much larger than our planet, 
we might expect stars to look like flat disks on the sky from our vantage point here on Earth. And this is, in fact, how we see the sun. Although a side note, please don't look directly at the sun unless you are wearing special eye protection. However, space is vast, and so all other stars are too far away for our eyes to resolve them. In other words, we see stars more like points of light than larger disks. But these points usually have some structure to them. Next time you're out looking at the night sky, take a good look at the stars above, and you'll notice they look more like points of light with small spikes coming off of them. You can see these spikes best if you look just to the side of a star, putting the star in your peripheral vision, or if you squint. You can also cheat and get a good look at these spikes by squinting at a street lamp or even a light in your house. The reason for these spikes is the phenomenon known as diffraction. To understand diffraction, we first have to remember that light sometimes likes to behave like a particle, called a photon, and other times it behaves like a wave. This split personality is known as the wave-particle duality of light. Diffraction is one of the clearest examples of light behaving like a wave. When a beam of light has to travel through a narrow opening or around a sharp edge, that light diffracts or spreads out into a pattern called, you guessed it, a diffraction pattern. In an experiment studied by high school physics students everywhere, Young's double slit experiment, experimenters shine a beam of light on a clear board after the light is sent through one and then two narrow slits. While a particle of light would simply pass through the slit, or miss, and be reflected back, a wave of light passes partially through the slit while also bending around the slit's edges, forming a distinct pattern on the board in the background. So what does this have to do with the spikes we see around stars? Our best explanation for the spikiness of stars comes not from our understanding of outer space, but from the anatomy of the human eye. The light coming from the distant point in the sky must pass through the lens of our eye, which itself is a small hole. When you squint, you make an even more exaggerated slit for the light to pass through. The lenses of our eyes also have fine imperfections known as suture lines that create small slits for the light to pass through and thus must result in their own diffraction pattern, the spikes. Since everyone's eye is unique, including even your left versus your right eye, this would mean that no two people see a star the same way, or with the same number or shape of points. Even telescopes see what we call diffraction spikes around stars because there is usually not a clear path for starlight to reach the telescope lens. Because there is usually not a clear path for starlight to reach the telescope lens or mirror. Something has to hold that lens or mirror in place. In the case of the Hubble Space Telescope, four metal bars or struts secure the mirror, and so the brightest stars in Hubble images show four bright spikes from where the light has had to pass around those struts. The upcoming James Webb Space Telescope will have three. Note that while the reason we see stars as pointy or spiked objects may be more earthbound, the reason stars appear to twinkle still has to do with the atmosphere above us. As a star's light passes through a turbulent atmosphere, that light deviates from a direct path between us, the viewers, and the star in a process called refraction. The star can thus appear momentarily dimmed, and this low level of flashing on and off appears as twinkling. 
Until next time, this is Sabrina Steerwalt with Everyday Einstein's quick and dirty tips for helping you make sense of science. You can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter where I'm at QDT Einstein. If you have a question that you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.